Welcome to the Questionably Qualified Podcast. I'm John Truxus, and I've got a little extra pep in my step because one of my two preseason locks for over-unders is already sealed. Joining me as always is Mike Yax. Yax, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I don't got one today. That's, let's get into that, that lock you picked. Let's hear it. What happened? That would be the Jets under. The Jets oh, are confirmed no. oh. to be under nine and a half. Oh, even even sticks. should Aaron Rodgers return from his torn Achilles in record time. I, man, I know we usually just kind of go for a back and forth and just kind of wind into everything, but the Jets, man, making some <laughs> fun news this week. Yeah, yeah. What's been going on there with, uh, I mean, it, it seems like the Tim Boyle experiment did not work out. Well, the fact that he started the last two games and now he's off the fucking team, did that glue you in? <laughs> like, that's rough, dude. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I don't really know. Like, I think I have to officially say I was completely wrong about Bob Sala. Like, that's who I wanted the Lions to hire. Yeah. I don't really see how you can say this is our guy bench a first round pick from three years ago and put this doofus in that can't play football just to outright cut him like days after his second start it's not like he's been playing five games it is a true train wreck i don't really understand how any respectable organization could go that way but what do you think like trevor who'd they sign trevor simeon trevor simeon no 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 someone's stupider Brett Rippin. You think Brett Rippin is the fucking answer? Like, what What are we talking about here? <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean, at some point, you have to realize that you're not, like, you, you missed your chance to address the problem, right? Yeah. And, again, I, the biggest question here, if you're Tim Boyle, at least if I'm Tim Boyle, I don't know how his contract works there. I don't know if the rest of the money for the season is guaranteed. But I would definitely be looking at them going, I'm sorry, what exactly did you expect? Seriously, though. What did they <laughs> expect from, like, I, honestly, we I love how much we've been talking about Tim Boyle the last three weeks, so we know everything about, like, from what he did to college to how much playing experience <laughs> he's had in the NFL in the last four seasons. Well, what? Yeah, seriously, like, what did they expect to happen? Did they expect that, like, Nathaniel Hackett, who'd had this guy for three years, magically turned him into, like, the next fucking Tom Brady? Because nobody <laughs> else expected that. So to treat him like he's this catastrophic failure... It makes no sense based on what everyone else thought he would bring to the table. Yeah, expectations are the realness there. Yeah, it's unbelievable to me that you could, I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's like, what is Brett Rippin? What is he going to do? Like, I just don't understand how that's an upgrade. And then obviously after that, the drama that there's the leak that like Zach is like, I don't know, man, if I want to play. That was Which is so delicious. But like, <laughs> and then now everyone's like, oh, like, and then Aaron Rodgers is like on the Pat McAfee show being like, it's bullshit that they're making leaks. I'm like, dude, it, only in demented football brain can people be like, oh, yeah, this guy, what an idiot for saying that. What a baby. I'm like, who the fuck would want to play quarterback for this team? Yeah. Like, what yeah. a transformer is like the only one I can think of. Someone that's impervious to getting their legs broken by the opposing defense. And it's not like anyone that has human bones. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. So now their depth chart is Zach Wilson, Trevor Simeon, Brett Rippon, and of course the IR listed Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he's back at practice, John, so watch out. <laughs> he's coming. 
Yep. He's coming. I'd like the I'd like the Jets to know that I am also available should they make the playoffs. Wait, what? I don't want to I don't want to play for them if they're if they're not going to be in the playoff chase, but I I am available uh if they <laughs> if they make a, a run at the playoffs here just like Rodgers is. I'm not. I'm <laughs> very much closer. You couldn't you couldn't make get me out there. I would be dead. I guess you can give yourself up and they can't hit yeah. you. So that's yeah, get true. that get that check, you know. I'd be Gino on every single play when uh, Aaron, Aaron Donald, Donald was coming was down up. the pike. Oh, God! <laughs> Whatever he said. Yeah, I think me. it was, oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, so good. Oh, my God. Yep, so that's the situation for the Jets. The other lock is also looking good with my Chicago Bears. They were on a bye last <laughs> week. Not much to talk about there, but they are just one loss away from also sealing the under for the season. That will be delivered to them post-haste this Sunday. By who? By my Detroit Lions. <laughs> Forward down the field. Yeah, baby. We're going to be oddly aligned for a Bears-Lions game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, true, true. We, we want the same outcome. But like I would say many years, it's just indifference. And we're yes. been aligned in indifference. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, usually the stakes have been pretty low for our particular <laughs> matchups. <laughs> yes. I actually can't think of a Bears-Lions game that had playoff implications and like for both sides. Yeah. Probably since 2014, maybe. I also feel kind of like we, we both are more invested in the matchups against the Packers than with each other. Uh, I think, yeah, the other two teams, you know, they're a little more. Yeah. I mean, we hate the Packers. I hate the Packers. Yeah, that's true. I hate the Bears less, but yeah, it's a division rival. But, like, you know, like we said, there the stakes have rarely been there for both yes. teams. So like, yeah, exactly. That's what happens when you're the you're the division dumpster. <laughs> so true. And yeah, and hopefully we'll be watching that those games uh, in person on Sunday. We're really looking forward to that. Same, same. We had Nolan saying he's he's going to Texas. Yep. You saw he, that. He knows, he he knows, knows what's, what's up. up. Yeah, hopefully. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed on health. Yes. Yeah. And there are some serious fantasy implications as well. So it'll be interesting to watch Car- it all play out. Carrie just got wise to that. She. It doesn't matter to her. She was right. like, who She's do I want to see? Do I want to see John potentially or Chris potentially? Well, with the Ramondre injury, I think she'd probably prefer to see me at this point. That's that's Chubb yes, and Ramondre so gone. That is exactly what she said. She's like, so it'd probably be in my best interest to lose. Yep. And then she was like, but I really don't like losing. Yeah. Tanking bit is tricky. <laughs> so I don't think she's going to pull any punches on you this week. Are you going to Are you gonna mail it in and try to get a better draft pick? You're, um, you're right there in that cluster. Yeah, so I am just, I, I mean, I got, I mean, I don't know. I got Friar Muth and Najee playing right now. So, I mean, is that mailing it in? Kind of. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it could be with, with Biscuits back there. Well, I, I am. Well, in the same, because we're going to be together and watching the games. I'm playing J-Mo and DJ. So it'll be fun. I'll be able oh, that'll to be great. On both sides yeah. of the ball. We're hoping for a shootout there. There you go. Perfect. And I don't really care. If I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. Yeah. I, I heard your coach speak at his press conference today. Oh, Maybe boy. How'd yesterday. that go? Is he excited to be coming off a bye? I think, yeah. He said we're, he, they, he thinks they're trending in the right direction. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sure. It's better than the first two weeks of the year, I suppose. I'm just so fucking mad your dumb team got Montez Sweat. I don't understand why they did that. Actually, I do. Poles is just trying to save his job. <laughs> yeah. It'll be for like the 37th overall pick, something like that. He's just trying to save his job because it's like, he was like, yeah, our defense is great. We pressure less and get more pressures mm-hmm. since sweat came around. I'm like, 
why did you need him? <laughs> your year is already over. Well, and also, if, if Eberflus, I mean, the, the person on that side of the ball isn't great, but if it keeps going for a while and Eberflus isn't able to get the defense into shape, then you're looking at a real Brandon Staley situation here where you hired a defensive guy, you have invested assets in the defense, yeah. and the results are just not at all there. Yeah, and like, yeah, you guys got some pieces <laughs> everywhere except yep. like your secondary is just like a collection of young guys. Yeah, Man. yeah. And at some point, you're going to have to see results. So we'll see how much more rope they give him. It'll probably be too much. But well, if you're yeah. Brandon Staley, your offense scores six points against the Patriots, <laughs> and now you're saying you want to bench Austin Eckler because, of course, that's what you should do. Yeah, that's your move, right? Brandon Staley, I yeah, he ah man, I didn't check him at the Charger chat this week. I bet they've got some good stuff after God, that, that barn burner. Yeah, I bet they really. I bet they're really mailing it in at this point because what a fucking garbage season. Yep. But I got a push on that one. <laughs> Six. I hope you didn't watch it. Oh, man. I did not. I, I did not watch that one at all. But it's like your dog shit defense has been like the the Achilles heel of this team being anything. Mm-hmm. And you have two lackluster offensive performances. And now you want to shake up the backfield of your second best your third best player essentially and you want to blame that guy i just i, I don't really see how how can you i don't know how you keep the locker room after burying somebody that's such like a, a team leader so yeah. publicly for no fucking reason <laughs> like, yeah are, are you suggesting i should pick up joshua kelly is that what you're saying to help my uh, my injury voids <laughs> Don't you currently have whoever's behind Alexander Madison? I sure do. So I don't know. Maybe (laughs) it can't be that much worse. It's bleak. It's bleak. (laughs) Yikes. Speaking of bleak, Joe Flacco made an appearance last week for the Cleveland Browns. What'd you think? I mean, he wasn't the worst part of the Browns' performance, I don't think, which is kind of incredible. The thing is, I burned Amari Cooper straight to the fucking ground, but I'll tell you what, after the the whole season he's seen, that was poetry in motion. Yeah, yeah, I was was blown away by how well it went. (laughs) Seriously, good for for that old son of a bitch. Good for him. Yep, and And now their defense, of course, their historic defense is falling apart now, yeah, because I don't know what you think about Jim Schwartz's performance, but it's just not the same. Who are they even playing? I don't even remember. Oh, wait. The Browns this week are playing against the Jaguars. Ooh, that's going to be... But it's probably the C.J. Beathard Jaguars. Yeah, high ankle sprain for our boy. Oh, man, you're in in trouble. (laughs) Yes. Oh, wait, no. No, you got fields. I got fields going against the Lions, though. You got it. That's 50 points. Yeah. That's 50 points right there, so you're good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, C.J. beat hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a great look for the Jaguars, unfortunately. And they really could have used that win against the Bengals when you have to deal with some time without Lawrence here. Was that last week? Yeah, that was Monday night. And we were burning the Jags down. I still don't know. We were burning the Bengals down. I still don't know that kid's name. I we apologize sure to Jake that Jake Browning. Jake. Jake. He's, he was the story of the weekend. Yep. Yep. He was something else. I, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if he can keep it up for another week. I think maybe sometimes you just have a week that goes really right for you. But we will see. Now the tape's out on them, so now they know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Broncos' win streak came to an end right right as soon as I decided to flip and pick them. It's a bummer. Yep, perfect timing. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, they kept that game close, too. Yeah, they were playing in Houston, right? 
Yes, and of course the game came down to a red zone possession for Russell Wilson because I feel like almost all the Russell Wilson games come down to that eventually. Yeah, it does seem that way, doesn't it? So that was kind of a fun one. But yeah, I'm a little mad that, you know, after I I talked about there's no way they're going to win five in a row. I wasn't (laughs) expecting them to win a sixth in a row, but they just barely (laughs) missed the cover on that one. That was tough. Oh, man. Lions got them after this week. I don't even know what to expect from that game. Yeah, I'm with you. So f- as far as the negative performances go, we already talked about that Chargers-Pats game, which I everybody everybody deserves a big L for that one. Yeah. You you mentioned the Jags front office here. Is this is this related to C.J. Beathard being the backup quarterback that's available? Oh, no, you didn't see that. They just, <laughs> there's a lawsuit filed no. in like the central, <laughs> in central Florida that like someone in their front office stole $23 million to chase gambling debts. From Oops. the Jags, that's isn't that insane? Ooh, I did not hear that. Yeah, it's a pretty funny story. The dude basically just—you good? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the dude just defrauded the Jags and bought a condo and just, I guess, lost a ton of money in cryptocurrency. <laughs> ah, tough, tough break. It's a rough, it's a rough game. Yep. Is I mean, this is outside the usual coverage of this podcast, but you have you have somewhat of a legal background. Is committing fraud way easier than I think it is? Uh, I looked into what actually happened because I was like, "How does this? How did like twenty two million dollars?" Yeah. Well, so what happened was, and you you can tell it's like a dog shit organization because basically they have like a credit account essentially that they put all their expenses for the team on, mm-hmm. and it was controlled by this singular man. Ooh. Like no check, no balance. So he That's was just. Not great. You know, he would just commit, like, legit fraud. It's very easy. You put it... Mm-hmm. If people don't know what's going on, you just, he basically just, like, double the invoices yep. of legitimate things and then take the, the difference and yeah. bought a whole-ass condo. And I don't know what else he did with it. Expensive cars. Hilarious wow. shit. Like, what is going on? Yep. Well done there. <laughs> I know, like, could it happen to any other team other than the Jags? Right. I right. feel like the, the only same team the that Jags. employed Urban Meyer. I feel like it's only the Jags that that could have happened to. And that's why it's kind of funny. Yeah. As far as the positive performances go, I was very surprised that the Packers beat the Chiefs, but I was more surprised with sort of the way they did it. It sort of just felt like they were pushing the Chiefs' defense around in that one. Yeah. Uh, it was, it made me sad to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, I, I agree with that. I, I was say. very sad. I hated it. I hated every second of it. Yeah. And on top of that, the referees didn't make it a much better viewing experience. That entire last drive was just like a catastrophe. (laughs) You have, and and it's not even one where I'm like, oh, well, the Packers got lucky or anything like that. It's like there were just bad calls always involved. (laughs) But it makes the viewing experience pretty rough when you watch Mahomes get hit inbounds and that generates a 15 yard penalty. You watch, I'm trying to, I don't remember which receiver it was, but catch a pass and clearly get pulled out of bounds going backwards. And they stopped the clock. <laughs> and then that no call on the pass interference for the post pattern there was just wild. Yeah, that one was crazy. That was all over the internet. Can you remind me, did they... I remember for a year, at least, they made it so you could challenge a pass interference. Oh, yeah. Did they take <laughs> that away? they took it away. Okay. Because, no, it was... I don't think... I think it had been challenged. It was never successful. Or it was successful one time the whole year. Yeah, that sounds right. Like... And then they just were like, well, it's never, it never gets overturned. Yeah. Going back and watching that one that sparked that when the Rams guy just blatantly detonated yeah. the Saints. Or something. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> it's, it's really incredible to see just how blatant that one was. That one was crazy. I cannot believe they made it. 
Yeah, that was so funny. Like the city of New Orleans was like gonna sue the NFL because they got a job <laughs> two years in a row or something. No, yep. They didn't get jobbed at the minute the Minneapolis, but they had the Minneapolis miracle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other positive performance I think we have to talk about is the San Francisco 49ers going into Philadelphia and making them look like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, that was annihilation. <laughs> I nailed that Man. one. Felt good about it. You did. You did. I was I was too chicken to uh, to jump all the way on that one. Even though even though last year I would have taken the Niners in that spot, I just I thought it was too much of a reach. But, but the, I, holy cow! I still think the, you know the idea of taking points for a ten win team was. A, a sound yeah. one yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah it just was like you kind of felt like maybe something bad was gonna happen mm-hmm. and and, after and the first quarter it was just kind of like that you know the phillies defense was phillies defense yeah and it's like the opener last year like i don't know maybe i'm i'm definitely a little bit because it's the only football game i've been to in probably five years like carrie and i went to the lions eagles home opener last year and detroit put up like 41 points on them yeah, it was a crazy shootout, right? Yeah, and it's like this was not a Detroit. This is a Detroit team before, like we had, we had, you know, we had a decent offense two years ago, and it's like, what? I was mm-hmm. shocked, and that you know they're susceptible to it, and they've kind of like they're a little stronger up front. They're a little weaker in the back end, though. Yeah, yeah, and some of those plays you could see dialed up at the end. I feel like Kyle Shanahan was really just like, hey. This I've had what? plenty of time to think about how I'm going to attack you guys. I'm like, here's what a, a tunnel screen where Debo gets no no one even touches him the whole way. I feel like he's exercising some demons yeah. from the last year. And he's like, this is how the game would have gone. Yeah, I think that's right. So yeah, that was a fun one. I'm trying to think if there are any other noteworthy games last week that are worth talking about. Yeah, let's talk real quick. I, we didn't we didn't touch on it because we were talking about how this weekend we'll be able to watch the Lions play the Bears together. Yeah. But how about the Lions game against the Saints? What did you think there? Because they jumped out to a huge lead 21 nothing with seven and a half minutes left in the first quarter i was like i was feeling some miami against denver vibes yeah was it it just didn't play out yeah was it just like a confirmation of of your biggest concerns about the lions in terms of like the defense is good but obviously has some holes that can be exploited it's just a weird thing with them is that like you can possess the ball against them forever mm-hmm. and they cannot stop i mean you look at almost every good wide receiver gets gets some run and like you know raheem shaheed's out michael thomas is out so they basically only had chris olave the corpse of fucking jimmy graham and Taysom hill and alvin kamara to catch passes so it's like i mean you got to take olave away and they could not do it i think 130 yards touchdown yeah i felt like when i was watching it like every time i looked up chris olave was catching another 20 yard pass yes and sure enough five catches for 120 yards i mean that's exactly (laughs) what happened like i mean he had one long one that was just a bad just bad luck uh brian branch kind of knocked it like it was a from Jameis, and he threw it fucking like right to Jerry Jacobs. Would have been a pick mm-hmm. going the other way, but Branch knocked it to Chris Olave. Yeah, and oh, it was just right. like that's just that kind way. of a confluence of bad luck. Yeah. yeah, they they've got we've got issues in the back end. I've said it. Yeah, let's let's go through the the receiving stats here for the Saints real quick. Chris Olave five catches for 119 yards. Oof. His long was 33, so like all of those are chunk gains yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara has six catches for 58 yards and a long of 13. So exact same thing. It's basically like all of his catches are just 10 yards at a time. Yeah, and this is exactly what I'm saying of how it's just like we're playing against, you know, that the Packers game is like they just 
in the fourth quarter, they or the third quarter, they just had a nine minute drive against us. I'm like, right, that doesn't yeah. happen in the NFL. It just doesn't. Like yeah. that's shit that happens in the college game. Not even in any conference. That happens basically only in the Big Ten. Yep. So it's like uh, yeah, and you got to be thinking that yeah, you'd like to see them funnel more targets towards the number three receiver on the Saints last week, At Perry. Yeah, you would have <laughs> a guy I've definitely <laughs> heard of, by the way. Or maybe Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown against us. He I sure thought, I was like, I was like, is Jimmy Graham thirty five? Uh, I don't even know how old he is at this point. Because I was like, <laughs> he looked like Perry? he. He, I don't know what he did. He put Brian Branch in the ground. I was like, what? <laughs> it looked like old school Jimmy Graham. Wow, wow, yeah. So that's it. some crazy stuff. So yeah, I think I think they're in the exact same spot, right? I mean, it's they covered the spread, which I appreciated. Um, but yeah, like you said, they have the the weakness of teams who can calmly go down the field seem to be able to do that. And it like it's kind of exacerbated a little bit because it's like the Lions. People don't know this because we love to run the football. Most explosive plays in the NFL. So it's like you're getting all those yards so fast, and then the then it's just like I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's like, yeah. it's like our defense has to be on the field for 35, 45 minutes a game. It makes no sense. Yeah, which is asking a lot. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Fun. It's crazy. Yeah. I think that's it for the games from last week that I really wanted to touch on. There was a pretty fun one there between the Colts and the Titans with those blocked punts back-to-back. Yeah, I missed that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty funny. The Colts, well, they blocked the first one. Technically, the second one wasn't a blocked punt because the guy got there so fast that he just knocked the ball away from him before he could actually hit it with his foot. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah, and that was the one where the punter got injured. And I really, I feel like the guy was just shocked that he was there that fast or he could have just grabbed the ball and run into the end zone. I mean, so I do want to touch on two games. We already touched on one, which is the Cleveland yeah. game. And that game makes me happy because Matt Stafford just punched Jim Schwartz in his dumb fucking weasel face. He that sure did. makes me feel good for Stafford, who had to endure that dickhead as his head coach for five seasons. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, or that's whatever. a good one. So Stafford yeah. just got to get his a little bit, which I like. Um, and I, I, I can't, I don't think I can avoid talking about how... The Arizona fucking Cardinals beat the <laughs> pants off the Steelers by two goddamn touchdowns. And the last thing I said was Steelers by 50. Yeah. And I mean, to my credit, it was Mitchie Biscuits, which as we're seeing today, it's not great, John. Yeah, um, it's not a good spot to be in. Not a good spot to be in. You know, you know about playing the biscuit. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> so um, I want to. You know what? I was going to say I want to apologize to the Arizona Cardinals, but fuck that. They're still Mickey Mouse garbage tier organization. I think they just have it out for you specifically. I, they have three wins, and I like <laughs> staked my reputation on two of them. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. That's, that's a killer one. Who's the other? Who's their other win against? Like whoever Los Angeles, like fucking Brett Rippin. It wasn't the Giants, right? Because the Giants ended up coming back in that game. That was one of the few Giants wins. Um, I I feel like it's the Brett Rippon Ram. No, they... (laughs) They beat the uh, questionably qualified unanimous selection for the NFC South title. Of course they did. The Atlanta Falcons, 25-23. to That was Kyler's first game back, I think. That was... I'm this doesn't this. mean much to people who aren't in our league, but last we had we had four people left in our in our reverse suicide league last week, and we all we all guessed wrong. 
So we're, we're, we're rolling it over to the next week because two of us picked the Bengals to lose to the Jaguars, and obviously that didn't happen as soon as t- uh, Trevor Lawrence went out with that ankle spray, and that seemed pretty clear. Uh, Megan picked the Cardinals, which, just, just like you were saying, seemed to make sense. <laughs> that did not work out. No. And Gears picked the Packers and had the Chiefs go ahead and blow that one. So, Oof. yeah. Yeah, the Falcons lost this game. Taylor Heineke was the leading passer for the Falcons. He was 8 for 15 for 55 yards. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a tough one. That's, that's what happens. All right, let's go ahead and move on to what we're looking forward to in the upcoming week, besides, obviously, watching football together. A swift great. death. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the Lions-Bears, because how could you not be looking oh, forward to Oh, hell yeah. I think the most important game in terms of the things that we've been talking about is that same unanimous choice for the NFC South Championship, Atlanta Falcons taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They've got a chance to sort of deliver a knockout punch here to the Bucs. The Bucs who definitely are starting their quarterback they want. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say about this game. It's going to be great. Um, Tampa Bay <laughs> almost lost to Carolina last week. And Atlanta beat the Jets 13 to fucking 8. So I can't think of a worse game. <laughs> yeah, so last time they played, they played in Tampa Bay in Week 7. The Falcons won 16-13, to 13, despite the fact that Desmond Ritter had 250 passing yards. I'm pretty sure that's the game where they managed to force Ritter to fumble twice at the goal line. Nice. That's when we still thought they could run the football. Yes. Yes, we were of the of the impression that that was something the Falcons were good at. What's so funny? Like, how do you go from Cordero Patterson to Bijan, and now you're a less effective running team? Explain that to me. The the, the mysteries of the Falcons are endless. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> everything about them seems like their offense should be really good. They're a death trap from a fantasy standpoint, right? Like somebody. Oh my god, I'm trying to remember what what they brought up, but. They were comparing it to the number of touchdowns that Kyle Pitts has in his career. Oh, what is it? One? Would you like to? <laughs> he has won this season. Okay. So you're not you're you're not bad on that one. And then, well, wait, how many seasons is this? His second or third season? This is, I believe, his fourth season. But let me, fourth let me double season. check that. Because I, I think he had, this is his third. You're had, right. This I is think his third. he had zero last year. Mm-hmm. And that's correct. Um. Uh, how many did he have his first year? Maybe four? He is at a career total of four. Holy God. <laughs> Three. Four touchdowns. And I remember I remember just hoping he fell to me. Yep. And he's missed six games in his career. So it's not like he's missed a ton of time. You know, John, I'm starting to think that the son of FedEx's fucking C founder isn't a good football coach. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's strange. Very strange. Seems that like works. it's a weird pick. And how about the Lions? Maybe ending up with the, the far better tight end anyway this year. Oh, I don't even know, man. Sam Laporta was stud. targeted nine times last game, a, like a lot against man coverage. Yeah. Had nine catches for like 135 yards and a touchdown. I don't he, even he, know. He is. He passes the eye test too, man. Like watching him, it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> He's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know how we got so lucky to get a kid. That is as good as he... Like, that is very rare for a rookie tight end. Yes, extremely. He has a chance to break the record for receiving I, yards for a rookie tight end. I feel like end. he's basically a shoe-in to do so. I think he needs, yeah. like, 100 and... Less than 200. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, is he another Iowa guy? Yeah. Mm. 
Man, they can do that at least. I mean, yeah, there's a ton of them. Can you please repeat here? What's the situation with the Iowa offensive coordinator? <laughs> it's the son of Kirk Ferentz, who's the head coach, and he has is like he's a- still the head coach. I knew. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. <laughs> okay, and like wow. in order to not have it seem to be as such a nepotism dumpster, they <laughs> had this huge incentive laid in contract that he needed to average 25 points and he gets paid like something like 75 percent of his contract value and which honestly i kind of like as a as a nepo move right be like hey the the performance is going to be the critical part here look we're putting our money where our mouth is on this i I get that but also maybe don't have him be there in the first place (laughs) that's i mean i'm i'm of the opinion that like if like do I want Steven Izzo on Michigan State's basketball team? He's like a 5'8 baby that <laughs> couldn't play basketball if he, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll pass on that. Yeah, I'm good on that. I don't need fucking Tom Izzo's tiny boy playing basketball at Michigan State. Like, maybe <laughs> let's get someone who can, like, do something. I don't know, man. I, hey, you just you just email Udoka to him. <laughs> I sure did. I mean, it's not the kid's fault. It's fucking society. It's, it's Tom it's Izzo's fault. It's the AD's fault for allowing that kind of nonsense to happen. Like, it makes you look stupid. But like, at least he's not a coach. It's not like I don't know. It's nepotism is football, and football is nepotism. Yep, it's very true. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> other games that we're very much looking forward to this week. I think the one that I like the most, just from like a, a curiosity standpoint, is going to be Rams Ravens. Because the Ravens, if they keep up their season pattern, are going to just put them in a dumpster, right? <laughs> That's what the Ravens have done to all of these quasi-competitive NFC teams that they faced. Yeah, that, I don't. I'm done with the Ravens, though. I don't know what they're doing. That's the thing. Like, I it's just have a hard time going all the way in on them. Even though, I mean, DVOA backs it up. All these things back it up. They stomped multiple good teams now. But something about them just just makes it hard to go all in, you know? It feels like they had a bye week and they're going to play worse. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Very strange. Um, And then, of course, we had the marquee game of Bill's Chiefs. I don't care about it. I don't care about the Chiefs at all this year. I hate their wide receivers so much that I can't. It's been a little rough. I, like, can't watch them because I'm like, just put out, just get good fucking guys. Like, what? I don't. How is it so hard to get a, a guy, a single guy that's good? I mean, even just retain just Juju, one guy exactly. Just get one single guy that can play wide receiver on your team. I don't need yeah, like a lowercase G guy. Me, it doesn't like, have to be a capital. Sky G guy. Moore could be good. Sky Moore is a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need you telling me that Rashi Rice is a. He's not any good. Oh yeah, when when Mahomes threw that interception, that sort of almost sealed the game. Guess who the re- receiver was on the route that there was a miscommunication? Sky Moore. The guy's a bum. <laughs> it's just like, I, I don't need, like, I don't need it. I don't need, I hate that. I hate watching them. They're not any fun to watch. They're so not fun. And, like, it's a testament. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is fun to watch. I think he still kind of rules. But I just, I get so frustrated with them because I'm like, I yeah, I don't, I want yeah, and them it's not like, to be better. Yeah, and, and, like, obviously Kelsey is great. But he's not fun to watch in the same way that it was fun to watch when Tyreek was there. Yes. Because then he's more like an artist, right? And you're like, oh, wow, how is he open again for another 15 yard gain on third and seven? Yeah. And now it's like, and he used to be able to run a little bit with the ball. 
and now he's older and now like the defense isn't stretched at all so everything's kind of coming down on him so he can't really run after the catch as much it's just they're not fun to watch at all i don't know that's maybe that's me the bills i feel the same way even though they have guys i'm kind of i get frustrated like i'm like what is going on like what what is happening in these games like well, that Eagles game was a perfect encapsulation yeah, of that, right? They exactly. they come out of the gates and you're like, oh man, the this Bills are the here, Bills. exactly. Yeah, and then somehow they just they bobble it. It's it's not a an utter collapse. It's just like a bobble, oop oop oop, and then suddenly the game has slipped out of their hands. I don't know. So I'm not as like jazzed. That's fair. I'm excited for it just because I f- like. I mean, you get the old the 13 seconds revisited, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, yep. and I'm excited for it because. It's an interesting situation where obviously the Bills need it more because yeah. they need it to remain in the playoff hunt. Yes. But the Chiefs kind of need it too. Like they got to be pulling out the stops if they want to go for the one seed here. Yep. I like Philly at Dallas though. I think that's going to be fun. I was saving that one a little bit because that's going to be one of my picks for this week. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Ooh. So Intrigue. the Eagles Cowboys, let's go to the Eagles Cowboys history real quick because I do love for the I don't I don't usually pay too much attention to how teams have played each other, but when you have enough consistency in division rivals, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I can I can actually pull some interesting stuff from this. So the Eagles won the matchup earlier this season, twenty eight to twenty three, where the Cowboys had multiple chances at the end to try to steal it back and did not do it. And last season was a weird one because both teams won when the other team's starting quarterback was out. Okay. So, so. the Cowboys win forty to thirty four, but that was when Gardner Minshew was filling in for Hertz. And the Eagles win twenty six to seventeen, but that was when Cooper, Cooper Rush, Rush was filling experience. in. Fire up, baby! So I think that's the extent. Like that's the extent of the history for them since the Eagles became good, basically. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I kind of. I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this one. So the way that I'm looking at it, let me see. Have we covered everything else? Should we just go ahead and, and move into the picks? You don't want to talk about Houston at New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I could get tickets for seventeen bucks if I stay. CJ Stroud versus Zach Wilson. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't. We didn't address the fact that Zach Wilson did say he would play football. So. Oh, that's nice. Good of him. for him. He said he would. That's a, <laughs> good job, Zach. Oh man, that poor, that poor kid. Now, would you think that Zach Wilson's presence? How many points would you say Zach Wilson is worth over Tim Boyle? Oh wow. <laughs> i mean i'd hate to live on the difference for sure but i think it's a solid point and a half you're pretty darn close they they, yeah. they moved the line two points with that i think that's a little much that's the a texans little went much. from favored by five and a half in new york to favored <laughs> by three and a half <laughs> <laughs> that is, what the fuck is that line that uh, it's such a I weird don't know. that's not a line it's so weird it's really funny because it doesn't make sense because there's like a weird, the Jets aren't better than anyone, but they keep it close all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny one. Well, I feel like with the Jets, you're just, you're just betting on when the Jets defense actually gives up, right? <laughs> when yeah. do they say, I'm not fucking doing this anymore? <laughs> Should be soon. Yeah. I guess after one more loss, then they're kind of out of Maybe it forever. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Then it'll be like, okay. Look, Aaron is not coming back, guys. Okay. I really he can... I think he's going to. <laughs> like week seventeen, just like hand the ball off. I hope I can he see just... that. Just to prove a point. Yeah. And then he'll like act like he did something like really magnificent. Yeah. And then like and go back to rehabbing. And then he's gonna like run jog off the field and his 
cleats are gonna stick in the <laughs> turf and tear his other Achilles. It's, yeah, I can see it. Okay, so yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the picks then, because now we're now we're covering multiple games that that I was gonna get into anyway. <laughs> he didn't want to okay. get into the Monday night matchups. Why are there two? I love that there are two and they're both dog shit. It's a great question. Why there are two is a, an incredible question. Besides the fact that they're not allowed to do Friday or Saturday games yet. I mean, it's a Monday night football at the Giants and the ticket's as low as $34. So people are really charged up to see the Packers, I guess. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, baby. <laughs> Tommy DeVito, who is named uh, over Tyrod Taylor. And the games are starting at the same time? What is <laughs> yeah, happening? I think I think they're giving up because they're like, something bad <laughs> happened. They can't switch Tennessee and Green Bay. Like I bet they were like calling the owners like, do you think you could play Miami instead? Yeah, can we flex this, please? <laughs> can we just like switch the opponents? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be rough. Okay, so let, let's hear what you think about this. My number one pick for the week, the Detroit Lions giving just three points to the Chicago Bears. Oh, I mean, again, you know, you're not going to have to convince me. I am a little worried, but. So that's understandable, right? Yeah, I know divisional fuckery is a thing in that case, especially. And I think the one thing that is funny is that Justin Fields has rushed for over 100 yards in five games in his career. And what do you think his record is in those five games? Well, you know, is three it all of the them. Way at 0 and five, it's or is it all the four? way to zero and five? Wow! And wow. three of them are against the Lions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I know he's he's done it against the Lions for sure and lost. So, so maybe we root for him to run for hundred yards. One of the funny things about this line, I think, is that the DVOA guys do a table of picks each week based on DVOA. <laughs> oh man! And so with the spread, they have what the DVOA projected line would be and they have the regular line. And mostly they say like, you know, unless there's a pretty big gap, it's not much of a sure thing. Like a difference of a point is not much when it comes to the DVOA. <laughs> what thing. is the only thing what I think the spread based on DVOA is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's probably it's probably like six and a half or seven points. That is six point two points <laughs> is what the projected line would be. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So that's one of the rare ones that is yeah. over the over the number that they usually go with. It has to have everything to do with like weighting Detroit's performance against any sort of mobile quarterback and their yes. defense's performance in the last five games. But DVOA takes they weight the more recent games. I feel like a little they do. Yeah. So okay. So yeah, that's my first one. My second one, another one we just talked about recently. I took the Houston Texans at minus five and a half over the Jets. <laughs> And I'm still feeling good about that one, but let's go ahead and call it the three and a half for the sake of these. I uh, do you think there's going to be any that defense is going to do anything to a rookie quarterback, or do you think they're just kind of you think they're phoning it in? So my thing is that I think their defense is not good anymore against competent offenses. I think that they 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 can't keep it up all game long. That sort of thing. Yeah. So like last week they keep things close. But it's against the Falcons. And you go like, yeah, okay. The week before that, they get blown out by Miami. Yep. The week before that, they get blown out by Buffalo. Yep. The week before that, they keep it close against Vegas. Was that Aiden O'Connell? Yes. Oh, yikes. And then the week before that, they get blown out by the Chargers. Yeah. So I feel like... Wait, what? 
They beat the Eagles? They did. They beat the... That was the fucking... That was the one that I lost in our survivor pool on. <laughs> because Jalen Hurts backfooted one oh, right into double coverage. Yeah, that's right. Now that's coming back to me. Yeah. They were down 14 to 13. All the Eagles had to do was force Zach Wilson to drive down the field. <laughs> anyway... Yeah, so they beat the Eagles. <laughs> but I feel like before the bye, their defense was putting up good performances even against good offenses. And I just don't think that's been the case since then. And uh, and with the way CJ Stroud's playing, like, I, just, I, don't, I don't expect him to make mistakes that, that give the Jets that sort of open door that they need to, to get in there. Yeah, I, he's, I think he's great. I, I saw that, the, I forget what that testing company is called. I saw their CEO... On Pablo Torres' podcast, being like, "Oh, we flagged, we flagged his S two score. God. We didn't know if he tried or not. I want him to do good." I'm like, "Okay, dude. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Sure you do." He's like, yeah. "This is a test we use for." Was it the Wonderlick one, or is it like no, a more of the, a physicals rates? It's so it's it's um it's called this S two thing. It's about oh your yeah, ability yeah, yeah. To, like process what is happening. Yeah, that's right. And like this guy, uh, I don't know. I kind of didn't like him at all. He's like, <laughs> it's fair. just the NFL, so it's not like a big deal. Like we do this with police officers, and that's like a huge deal. Like, <laughs> like you're doing a really fucking great job because they definitely yes. don't just shoot the fuck out of anybody. Like, yeah, that's whenever. working out great so far. Doing great. <laughs> We're doing good with that one. Like, you're gonna hang your hat on something that is like notoriously bad in America. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a tough call. Hilarious. Like, good. Okay. Yeah, let's. Here's an even more. Here's an even more glaring failure we've had. Don't don't look at this other failure that I'm trying to explain to you. Look at this very very bad thing with very bad consequences. Yeah, yeah. Take a look at that for example. Uh, I didn't dig into it. Maybe maybe he's doing God's work and the the people he tests they don't shoot people all the time. I mean, he probably thinks he is. That's I mean, that's also part of the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I I I like Houston too. All right, so the third one I have on here, the San Francisco 49ers are at home, and they're giving 10.5 points to the Seattle Seahawks. That's like my... some Frankenstein's monster shit. Like, you think that they're a literal monster. Yes. So, <laughs> That's wild. My thoughts on this one are, A, that the Seahawks just aren't very good. They're not as good as they were last year, and... They had they they had a nice performance there against the Cowboys, right? They put up a lot of points in that Cowboys defense. I don't really understand what was going on there, but they certainly did. But then their defense let them down in a huge way, and they got stomped. The Niners over the past two years, even when Geno was really cooking, have been crushing the Seahawks. Yeah, and they just had them, and they just beat the pants off them. Yeah. So last year in September, they won. The Niners won by twenty. In December, they won by eight. In January, in the playoff game, they won by 18, and then last or two weeks ago, they won by 18. It's been rough for uh, for the 9/11 truther Pete Carroll. There's always a chance that something is considerably different, but I don't know why it would be two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess they have a, like a tiny rest advantage. Yep, I'm kind of trying to think of anything, but yeah, yeah think of reasons. I, I, I mean, I wish it was 10 instead of 10 and a half. That would be nice. Yeah, that's an easier one to hang your hat on. But it sounds like out of the last five games, they would have covered this line all but once. Yep. Yeah. And that one that would have been a field goal away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the last one I have 
I am taking the Philadelphia Eagles because they're getting over a field goal oh, wow. against Mike McCarthy's Dallas Cowboys. Three and a half points the Eagles are getting in that one. What? So they, basically, they just say these teams are the same, except that Dallas is a half point better at a neutral field? Yeah, they're saying that Dallas is a half point to a full point better. Dak has been cooking. I mean, out of the last six weeks, it hasn't been a quarterback that has played better, but also, I don't think he's really played any defenses that are any good. Correct. Yeah. So, and Philadelphia, he's not gonna, and he's not gonna play one this week. You're not, you're not impressed by his <laughs> his big point totals against the Giants, the Panthers, the Commanders, <laughs> or the Seahawks. Yikes! <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Wow. It's a rough one. So, so yeah, basically, they haven't won a game against a team with a winning record this year. Uh, now the Seahawks have been dropped down, I think, out of that category, right? Uh, what are they, 500? Oh, they're 6-6. Six and six. So that one, that one's their closest. And they won that one by 6. So good good on you for winning that one by 6. Yep. But they have no other wins against teams with winning records. And, I mean, they've only played two of them, I think. <laughs> well, San Francisco beat their pants off. Yep. And then Philly won by 5. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's mostly my thinking. I just think... Even if they do win, I really like the idea of the Eagles bouncing back from a loss by at least keeping it within a field goal. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it's just, you could also see this Dallas team just kind of turn the, the offense on. And I like I like a little a little downturn for Philly, like two losses in a row. Everyone's like, yeah, what's wrong with them? They're broken. It's over. And then it's yeah, gone. I also think they have a big coaching advantage with Sirianni versus McCarthy. But... Uh, uh. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I mean, I agree. It would, it would add, certainly add more intrigue, right? If yeah. the Eagles lost two in a row, yeah, and found themselves in a situation where they were then, I think they're they'd be tied with the Cowboys atop the NFC East, and it would be in a tiebreaker situation. I'm not sure what the current one would be because they they would have split at that point. That's conference, right? Or yeah, is it division record? after? No, con- I don't remember. That's a good question. Yeah, it's one of the two. But anyway, they'd be in that situation, which would make it, things a lot of fun for the stretch run. Yeah, I think Philly would have the, because they have a better conference record right now, and they'd have the same yeah. division record. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like what you're doing because I think I just would probably take the team that's getting points in that. Yeah. What are the? Are there any other lines when you've had a chance to look at them that that pop out to you? I haven't even looked at any of the lines at all. I was intrigued by the Dolphins minus fourteen against the Titans. I hate the Titans. I can't. They're like the Chargers. I can't pick any Charger games. I can't pick the Titans. I, I just don't know what's wrong with me in terms of... Oh, yeah, how do, you, how do you feel about that one then? The Los Angeles Chargers at home, minus three against the Denver Broncos. I hate Since that. I can't get the Broncos right. <laughs> That's funny. I can't get the Chargers right, so... <laughs> minus three, Broncos. I kind of think that the Chargers are giving points. Correct. Ah, Broncos. Yeah, that's kind of that's what I finally decided on too. I was just like, why? I don't think the Chargers deserve to be giving points to to anybody, anybody except ever, the dregs. Yeah. Except that you're like real a uh, dog shit team. Yeah, I, I fully expect Denver to win that game. That's uh, there we go. That's my one. You like that one? Yeah, Denver plus three. Yeah, yeah. a full three too. A little bit surprised by that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I think that does it for this week. I think we're good. Yeah. I love it. I hope everybody there feels better and that we're all good for this weekend. And I look forward to seeing you guys soon. Awesome, man. It's going to be a blast. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we're trending the right way, so it'll be good. Love it. All right. Catch you later, bud. See ya.